Empower Radio presents The Farkas Files, an exploration of energy, metaphysics, and the paranormal with David Franklin Farkas. The Farkas Files. The truth is in here somewhere. Here's your host, David Franklin Farkas. Good evening. Thanks so much for being with us. Um, I don't know about where you are at the moment, but where I am today... We're expecting temperatures tonight of 10 below zero with 30 below zero wind chills. So if that's not what you've got, be really thankful. Um, <laughs> I don't know where this weather is coming from. I have a wonderful guest tonight. Mata Dalian is going to share some very exciting things with us. But first, tonight's metaphysical musing, um, which is about the moon, which I talk about periodically. I'm always talking about the effects of um solar solar events and lunar events and other things and how it changes the way your body feels and all of that. So what's why am I talking about the moon? It's a new moon, which happens every month, so what's the big deal? Um, but this is what's called the black moon. It's the second new moon in the same month. So like the blue moon is the second full moon in the same month, Evidently, a black moon is extremely rare. And just to add to the power of it, in addition to that, it's a supermoon, which means the moon is as close as it gets during the course of the month to the Earth. So if we could see it, it would be larger than normal, but it also has more effect than normal. And in addition, it's also the beginning, the Lunar New Year. So for anyone who is Chinese, gong hei fa joy. Um, but it's the transition to a new year in the lunar cycle. So the power of that new of this new moon, which was a couple of nights ago, um, but carries through for several days, is very, very strong. And the new moon is about new beginnings, about letting go of old stuff and setting your intentions for whatever you would like to have in your life. So heads up, you may notice that your body feels strange or your emotions are weird or whatever it is. And since Mercury is no longer retrograde and you can't blame it on that, you can blame it on the new moon. <laughs> but in addition to that, this is a wonderful time to look at what you want in your life. And some people would call it goal setting, but it's really setting out intentions, telling whatever it is that responds to us in the universe that this is what I want. And to do that, you've got to figure out what you want, and that's the most important part of the process. So, gung hei fa choi, enjoy the black supermoon, and have a wonderful week. So, my guest tonight is Mada Dalian, who is doing some extraordinary work, and I'm really excited to hear about it. Thanks so much for being on the show, Mada. Oh, it's so much pleasure to be with you, David. So, I I always start with by asking my guests, how did you wind up doing this? <laughs> <laughs> and I know a little bit about your story, and it starts when you were a child, so I'm always fascinated with um, those kinds of life stories. Tell us about it. Yeah, well, it's one big mystery, right? The universe is uh, one big puzzle. So we're trying to unravel, even though we unravel one piece, another piece opens up. 
uh, for me, as I did my own work, and for me, it was a very important, first of all, to know who I am. So that was that was the intention of my life from the very beginning. And um, as years went by, of course, and I started on my introspection process, I realized that I have actually come here. Once you start asking the questions, who am I? Where am I coming from? What am I doing here? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's almost like the, the door opens, but you have to really put in the effort to focus and do your work because these things, it's like if you want to find a treasure, you have to dig and you have to look for it and you have to search and you have to persevere. And this is how what our spiritual work is all about. So for me, I was very gang-ho about I need to know the answers. And of course, I put all my energy into it. And I realized that, um, as a matter of fact, I'm not here for the first time. I've been here many times before. And digging even deeper, I realized that, as a matter of fact, this whole universe is one space that... I've traveled through before. It's not, you know, it's not unusual or it's not a a scary place. It's a place where I've come from another planet. I've come here to bring something to this earth because when you look, just imagine you're looking at the planet earth from above and we see this beautiful, you know, blue green planet. It's very attractive. So many souls seem to gravitate toward it. And also, because it's such a rare planet inside this huge universe that it can sustain life, many, many species or many, um, yeah, including the animals, many souls get attracted to the planet. And in the universe, we all need a certain um, reason to be or a certain something to do because what else to do you know just sitting in the void you can sit for a while in the stillness and the silence but then out of that silence action arises automatically and you have to do something so i realized that this planet is full of pain and suffering and the place i come from um, i'm more connected to dolphins i feel like they're my family Mm. the, the, you know, the planet Sirius and, and that kind of uh, joy that, that exists if you swim with dolphins, you know, you can feel it, the whales and the dolphins. So uh, I decided, okay, I'm going to come to this planet and help heal uh, the pain on the planet. And big task, right? <laughs> we all know how much pain is here and we've yes. generated it. But how are you going to heal the pain if you don't understand the causes of what is causing to generate that pain? How are humans generating that pain? So it took me many, many, many lifetimes to to explore, to travel, to understand the human condition, to finally come to a point where this method just... Um, was revealed and frankly I was not thinking I'm going to develop a method so it just happened as a result of the you know that whole story right right well you had an unusual childhood though because you were aware of all of this I was aware because I was gifted by um, the experience of witnessing death and when I watched um 
a close family member die, I realized of my, my mortality as well. So obviously with that realization and death, as you know, is a big taboo in most cultures. Nobody wants to talk about it. Everybody's right. afraid to talk about it. And, and we must talk about it because the very thing we're afraid of is creating all our problems. So for me, um, having passed through that experience of understanding that I'm, I'm mortal, my time is lim- limited here, I'm just passing by, uh, and having to come to actually later on in life, experiencing the actual fear of death in my body and understanding that that fear is coming from the shell of my ego that is afraid to die. It's like the shell of the seed that holds on to the seed, but eventually it needs to be let go of for the seedling to come up and for the flower to come to bloom and to release its fragrance. So we're no different from that. And once I passed through that door, I realized that now I probably have something that I could share because before, what can I share? I can't share anything I don't know. Right. So where did this bring you? Because obviously it gave you, this revelation gave you a different perspective and something that you now have a method of teaching people. Yeah, it gave me many, many perspectives, actually. Uh, suddenly, it's you feel the whole universe opens up and there's no, there's no barriers. So it, it's an experience of feeling that the whole universe exists with you and within you. And you can actually, everything that you are and everything each person is, is the universe. There's no difference. It's just we're, we're contained in a small body. Uh, So with that understanding and with the ability I had as a child to be able to read the precise thought patterns that were in people's energies, I started working with people to see how I can help them access what were causing their physical issues, their emotional, mental issues, and help help them transform basically so that they can find the same truth that I experienced because I know that the same truth exists within each person. We're no different. This is where we're all one. So I I, I explored, I experimented, I could hear those thought forms. Um, I would tell people what I was hearing and immediately they would start tearing up and they would start opening up and feeling relieved that somebody's able to see what's going on inside them and, and that pain that Since childhood, we expect our parents to understand us, and they don't. We don't know that they actually don't even understand themselves, but every (laughs) child expects their parents to know what's going on with them and and help them and nourish them, but it doesn't happen. So then the parents who didn't receive it from their parents and so forth and so forth is the whole generation. We keep the pain and suffering intact, and we cannot educate our children to start finding the truth within ourselves, within themselves. So uh, to put that all sort of in perspective, I decided to, to look at how those repressed thoughts and emotions and conditionings from childhood 
are, first of all, how are they affecting people's perspective and perception of reality? And also, how can we access them and erase those beliefs so that they can actually see the truth that is already inside them? Because we're all born conscious. We just accumulate all these layers of fears and beliefs and conditionings, and then we'll lose the perspective of who we truly are. Right. Um, and and I started working with the whole body because I realized that only working with, let's say, if it's a physical issue and, and just working locally with just one part of the body, let's say there's pain in the lower back and, and just working with the pain in the lower back is not enough because what's holding in the lower back also is causing something else in the emotional mental mechanism of the person's whole existence and not only that i realized that thoughts that are repressed in the body are contradictory so for example when we feel one thing one moment we feel happy and we feel that we want to keep this feeling of happiness and joy forever the next moment existence doesn't work that way it works in waves Mm-hmm. And the next moment, the wave goes down and suddenly we slump into a depression and we start thinking negative thoughts. And then we go like a yo-yo on this wave of emotion and thought. And then we're educated to say, OK, well, I have to now change those negative thoughts. I have to start thinking positive thoughts. But all these negative and thought- positive thoughts are keeping us on the wave of duality of going up and down, up and down. And we never come to the center like the pendulum goes one side to the other side and just skips the center. And the peace that we're looking for, the, the love, acceptance, self-realization, knowing of the being, connecting with consciousness within, they all happen in the unmoving center, which we just skip quickly because we're trained. Right. Well, now say these positive things and keep affirming them and you'll be fine. But then people... So many people have come to me and say, I've tried everything, I've tried this too, and it doesn't work. <laughs> and of course it's not going to work because, because your body's accumulated all these beliefs, positive, negative, positive, negative, and you're trying to navigate through it and you make yourself in, even into a bigger mess. And so what I realized, what is ultimately causing people's pain and suffering is that they don't know, know themselves. Because if you know yourself, you understand you understand the duality of life and you are in full acceptance of it. So understanding life, not just understanding yourself. Well, first of all, if you understand yourself, you will understand life. So it's more from inside out. It's not from out in. And again, we're not trained as in our schools, we don't teach kids. Well, thank God they're starting to in some schools now. But in our generations, or the generation before us, or even now, they don't teach kids to look inside and to find their own unique voice, their own vision, to find their own answers within. And what we teach in our schools to follow um, a certain standard so that you can fit into society and so you can continue competing. And so we lose, in a way, we lose our integrity from early on. We are, we become this uncaring 
people that that we need to compete with others and we have to slam others in order to have our own way. But we, we really come out of the true essence of what it means to be a human, the true essence of what, what it means to love thy neighbor. So in a way, this method, to come back to the method, after looking at all these areas and looking at through the chakra system, working with the, the people's feet, legs, the, the knees, the working with the head, of course, the whole chakra system, the whole body, working with the head, the back of the head. So I had to include everything and I had to explore everything that's happening in the body in terms of how and where we repress our thought patterns, the, the emotions. And then I started exploring how can I help people to start releasing because I could read them. I could read all these thoughts and emotions in the body. So then I started exploring to see how I can help people to start releasing those repressed thoughts, traumatic memories, um, the feelings of um, not being good enough, the fears, the anger, all these things, so that ultimately that can, they can come and see their their purity within, that silence within, that, you know, the teachers talk about silence, meditation, find that inner peace, but people have a hard time to do that. So with this method, as those things, it's so quick, because as what's repressed in the body and covering up that silence and stillness is released, people automatically experience their inner knower, which knows the true answers, they automatically experience that inner place of peace and stillness. And with that, the moment you see the reality, which is that's the truth, and everything else is connected with my beliefs that have borrowed and have been imposed on me, and everything else has been connected with like clouds covering up my, my light, then you know that these clouds are not me, because I've experienced Myself, I've experienced the light of the consciousness that's within me. And, and, right. and I've also experienced the, the understanding, not intellectually, but truly understanding that death does not exist, that I cannot die. Right. The, the issue that I see this kind of thing in a lot is grounding, because there are people that are completely ungrounded and have never had the experience of being fully in their body. And you can't know that you've left your body unless you know what it feels like to be in your body. And it makes it very, very difficult for them to to become present. It uh, makes it difficult because they try to be present mentally. With this system, they can become present very quickly. Because uh, th through my experience, when I work with people, and I told you, right, I work with like head to toes, head mm -hmm. to head to, yeah, the, the, old, the whole body. There's not, not an inch that's left unaddressed. What happens is that when I look into people's energies, and I work with the yin-yang as well, um, I see that there's fear going down to the feet. So there's like that feeling of fear. They don't know what they're afraid of but it's repressed or there's certain anger and frustration and it's repressed because culturally 
it's you know we're told it's not good to to really voice your anger or your frustration so you have to keep it hidden especially if it's against people who uh, you're supposed to love or who would be very dangerous for you to confront that's right because every child is knows in a way they're intelligent they know that my my survival depends on the adults so therefore i have to do what they tell me to do so that conditioning starts early on and then people are grown up adults but they still have the inner child that is believing that and it's in their body so this child needs to mature so with the method we also help the child to mature because in that maturity, you see that I am enough unto myself and I'm the master of my own life. I decide how I want to live it because existence gave me my life. Nobody else did. So the, the beauty of this is, David, is that I realized that, first of all, I realized that I am one person and the, the pain and, you know, the need for this obviously huge Uh, so then the next thing for me was I need to take the system that I'm working with people one-on-one and create a self-healing method based on this what I've been working with people one-on-one so that people can actually do this on their own they can They can go into their bodies on their own and they can start identifying. And the system is such that the moment you start following my instructions and the moment you identify even the first thought, whatever comes, and you begin with expressing and you're using also breathing and out loud expression as as you go through the system of the body back and forth as I take you. As you start doing that, automatically, then the other layer that's underneath comes up, another layer that's underneath comes up, because it's like, okay, now whew, I have a little bit of space, I can breathe, and more comes up to the surface to be released. Right. And as people do that, now my goal is, I know what my goal is when, I'm, when I've created the system, is to bring people to the place of clarity so that they can see, they can experience their inner truth. And the whole system brings people to that. And I'm getting tremendous feedback, actually, from people that are now getting the kit, and it's just released a couple of months ago, and they're doing it on their own, and they're accessing areas that they weren't able to access with any other work that they've done, they tell me. And it's working, so I'm very excited about it, and I'm very Fantastic. excited actually, you know, I could give something because I'm I'm many times called the responsibility guru. I like <laughs> people to take responsibility for their own life. It's like, you know, we can help each other, but ultimately each person lives their own life. Right. Mata, we're going to have to go to a break, and I want to hear much more about how the the package that you offer people and how people can work for themselves. And that's a good place for us to start when we get back. My guest tonight is Mata Dalian, who is talking to us about her amazing healing method. And I want to hear more about that. We will be back shortly, unless, of course, we get taller, here on the Farkas Files on Empower Radio. Don't go nowhere.
now back to the Farkas Files with David Franklin Farkas on Empower Radio. And we're back with Madadalian, who was starting to tell us about this amazing method that she's created that lets people do the work she's um, been doing with individuals, but do it on their own. So how does that work? Well, I've worked very hard to create, to write the book and to create the uh, system on the CDs. So the way people can work with it, it's called healing the body and awakening consciousness with the Dalian method, an advanced self-healing system for a new humanity. It comes with a book and two CDs of the system. So I, I call them sessions self-healing sessions one is the longer version which is 98 minutes and it's on a cd-rom that can be played in an mp3 player and the second one is a cd 74 minute version which is a abbreviated version and the longer version obviously has an additional step that i like people to use first of all for a few times before they go to abbreviated version mm-hmm. and the book has two parts the first part explains the concept so that there is a more understanding to what the method is going to do for people. It gives the background of step-by-step how I came to explore it, experiment with it, and how it eventually became the method it is right now. And the second part is the workbook. And the workbook has a lot in it. First part is there's three steps, the preparation steps that helps people to focus on the issue they want to work with and take those three preparation steps so that they their attention, their focus is more, uh, energies are more focused on it. So once we're focused on it, and then the, one of the steps is to help identify some of the thought forms that are repressed in the body, then you go to um, an understanding so I described the essential elements, the key components of the method. So people understand while they're working with the method that these are very important components and you cannot skip any of them because that's the power how it would work. And then there's lots of question answers after people have experienced and have asked questions. So I've compiled them into a section and post-session integration suggestions because it's very important in order to ground the new awareness in the body, we need a new experience. And the new awareness, it's like a lightning. It comes and what I like people to do, I want them to harness that lightning and say, now here's the things that I'm going to do to actually bring that light into my body that awareness, help that awareness to ground. And we need to take action. We need to take practical steps in our daily lives. So I give some examples to what people can do or they could create their own action points so that with experience, because you know how we make our conclusions and beliefs are based on experiences. So same way here, the new awareness can also ground in the body through experience. So that's um, also offered in a book as a, as a big package. And um, once you familiarize yourself with all that, then you can start the session with the CD and then you'll be more equipped. 
And also, because it's a new system, uh, I'm offering a free webinar call. And this is pretty much anytime people want to and need to. With the purchase of the set, they can get to call in and they can get to ask me questions about their practice if they have any questions. So I can help to clarify and give them more um, understanding and encouragement to how they can work with the method. And basically that free free live calls and questions are going to be available till um, I die pretty much because I want to make sure... <laughs> I want to make sure that anybody who has a question who, who is working with this method can get an answer. And and furthermore, uh, there's a bunch of people who have been working with me for a while and I'm starting my first teacher training. So there will be also people who can help to coach people uh, along the way as they're working with the method. Excellent. So it's it's quite a package. Yeah, it uh, is. It is. So not and nothing has been done. Nothing comes from the mind or it's nothing. Nothing is um, accidental. Everything is born out of pure consciousness. And obviously anything that comes from that place is supported by existence because existence, the way I see it, it's chosen me as a vehicle because probably looking at my back, you know, history of my lifetimes and what I've come to learn and develop and the way my, my spirit works. So existence says, okay, now you have the skill, you have, you know, these abilities, we're going we're gonna to pick you to create this method uh, because we know you can deliver. And that's how it's going to, to survive my lifetime. And... Many people are calling it uh, the method of the future offered to us today. And psychologists are calling it the missing link that will advance psychology to the next level. So there is a lot of support. And people who try it, they, they just love it. And that's I trust that this is what's needed for the planet. I had come with the intention I want to help heal the pain. Uh, of course, in the beginning, I was doing it wrong. I was just taking on all people's pains and then I was crumbling underneath, underneath at weight. But once I realized that and I just switched gears, now I understand that everybody needs to do it for themselves because it's nobody's responsibility to carry your pain, to carry your suffering and to... It is not allowed anymore for individuals to pull other people down if they're not feeling good. What do we do? We try to pull other people down and we have to stop doing that. <laughs> I'm just chuckling, remembering some of my family members. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see, you know that, right? And, Absolutely. And, and it's it's time we grow up. It's time we take a, a responsibility and, and say... You know, instead of feeling jealous or feeling that I don't have something somebody else has, why don't you put the focus in finding what you have? Because every single person is unique. Every single person has their own experiences and journeys and they have learned something. They've developed something that nobody else has because it's been their path. It's been their journey. What you're doing, I cannot do. <laughs> well, see? as you were saying, you know, spirit calling you and saying we know you can do this um i had i've had similar experiences and the stuff i do i keep looking at and going 
why did you call me exactly? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, because they knew you can deliver. <laughs> <laughs> what? This this is kind of crazy stuff. Why why me exactly? You know, and the answer is always because you've done it for us before. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> well, yeah, because also, David, because it's like existence knows that you've got the ability, you've got, you can do it, and it's needed. Because right. we're right. all here to share what we've learned, to share our gifts. We're not here to compete. We're not here to, you know, to repress somebody else because their light is too bright for us. And I experience this constantly. I, I, I'm like, I want to I wanna shine my light freely. And some people just have a hard time with it because right. they're so accustomed to darkness. And I go, you know what? Just take a deep breath and come, come along because you're going to love finding your own light. <laughs> well, and I think that's a real problem for a lot of the kids that have been born in the last 20 years, the indigo kids and the crystal kids who are such bright lights in the world mm-hmm. doesn't know what to do with it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, is, is telling them, no, you can't be that way. That's right. And they're, they're rebelling. And then finally they give up because the weight has been so, so much. And I mean, we're not different. My generation is not different. I remember feeling that, as a matter of fact, I remember an experience I had in a kindergarten and this uh, girl, she just kept hugging me and kissing me and hugging me and kissing me. <laughs> and to a point where I, I was like, leave me alone. <laughs> All right. So I pushed her away. Leave me alone. Now I need my space. And the teacher saw it. And then she put me in a corner. She punished me for <laughs> Pushing the girl away, I was standing up for my rights. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't want to be kissed right now. Leave me alone. And yeah, well, the, the teacher always c- catches the second one. <laughs> that That's yeah. one of the, the basic laws of uh, nature and, and schools. The kid that yeah. gets caught is the second kid, the kid that was hit the first by the first kid. <laughs> That's right. It's like, okay, I remember that same experience with my grandchild when she was, uh, actually my daughter was telling me and she said she was playing, she was like two or three. So she's playing with in the sandbox and in the park. And Mm -hmm. so this other kid, a boy comes in. So she's filling her bucket with sand and the boy comes in and empties her bucket. So she takes the bucket back. She keeps filling it up again. And then he takes it and he empties it again. And after the third time, she gets up and she pushes him. And, of course, the conditioning is what? Her mom goes, well, don't do that. Well, because we're trained not to empower our kids to stay in their in their right. It's like, it's my bucket. Yeah, I'm playing with it. You have got no right to come and take my bucket and empty it. So the child is standing up for herself. And we don't, we don't help kids to do that. It's, it's so, well, it's sad. It, I don't think it's just that because it's very easy to miss the beginning of the interaction when it wasn't noisy and it wasn't your kid. And then your kid does something that's out of character and you don't know what the setup was. Um, yeah, in many, t- many times, many cases you don't, but that's uh, uh, for parents to explore. Right, and, and right. To it's, and it's, ask questions. 
It's right. It's what's what's your assumption? Is your assumption that your kid did something wrong for no reason, or do you ask, so what happened? Why did you do that? Yeah. Um, which is kind of the inner process too. <laughs> yeah, and then the opposite is true as well. You know, sometimes kids get bullied, and a child comes crying, and the parent tries to pacify and don't worry, or you know, um, and I'm going to protect you, but instead. Try to find a way to help this child find their inner power because everybody has the, their power and everybody right, needs right. to learn to to recognize what's right, what's wrong in terms of our interaction with each other. It's It's an interesting problem, especially since the schools are, I think, in many ways always were, but more so now, are designed to get kids to conform. Exactly, exactly. And teachers like to control because they haven't found their, many teachers like to control, not all of them. Some of them are really sweet and they really know how to empower kids. So overall, I mean, this is it. For me, I have no, I have no judgment because I understand the human condition. I understand that every adult was a child's at some point and every adult has some fears and conditionings so that's why i'd like to bring this method which is actually encouraging people not to judge yourself so it says give yourself permission to be true to yourself because we need to start from there we need to start from, from that place of self-acceptance so that we can go into the darkness right. so we can address those places that that we have been either taught not to look in or we've been afraid to look in and that we'll have to look so that we can find that as a matter of fact i have the power i don't have to conform with whatever i'm told because as a society if you really look how are one percent able to control the masses they're able to control the masses because they instill fear they do not encourage, uh, find your power. Right. And the education goes, you know, it's the whole education system is based on that. Not only that, the medical system is based on that because the medical system is based on pharmaceutical industries. And pharmaceutical industries, they, they, they're concerned about their income. They're not concerned about people's health. And when you really look deep down, 100,000 people die per Every year, and this is a, probably a very conservative estimate, through medication, the, yes. the side effects of medication. And not only that, pharmaceutical industry trains the doctors. Doctors are trained by the pharmaceutical industry to prescribe medication. And they do it. They don't even know that they're caught in this unconscious game and a few of them that they start recognizing it, especially the newer generation, they really feel, they feel sick inside because they feel that, you know, my whole education, I, I, I'm there, um, I, I got my doctor's degree and I want to help people. But now I'm seeing that I'm actually harming people by prescribing medication. And there's other ways to help people. Right. Well, uh the way most doctors practice, it's controlled by the hospital or the practice, and they get paid by making a diagnosis and prescribing. Yeah. 
or or ordering a test. So there the old ways that are still very effective that don't involve a test or medicine or pharmaceutical medicine um, just don't fit into the process and don't generate money and they don't have a method of providing unless they completely control their own practice. Yeah, um, well, that's what people think, right? That's what the 1% tr- knows. And that's where the religions know that too. We need to keep you in fear so that we can be in control. Right. And we need to stop that. We need to take responsibility for our own health. As a matter of fact, this method results, permanently results physical issues, mental, emotional issues as well. Because what is causing physical issues is all those repressed emotions and beliefs that are running in the body. Right. Only, I would say, just 1%, 2% is environmental. The rest is all your own thoughts and emotions that, that are just churning inside you and they're just choking you, choking your energy, blocking your energy and not letting you actually find the, the joy that's already inside you. So that's why I'm so, I'm so grateful to you for giving me the opportunity to talk about this. So hopefully people can understand that it's, you have to do something about your own health. So here's a tool. It's available. Use it and keep using it. It's like such a small investment that you can keep using and reusing every time you're faced with a challenge because it can work on so many levels and um, as many times as you're faced with anything. And to me, I think in order for us to create a better humanity, in order for us to create a, a better planet to live in, a greener planet, because we're not helping. The planet is beautiful, but we're coming and just bringing all our garbage and trying to dump into it. So if we can start, you know, recycling our own garbage and just releasing what we've accumulated, then maybe we can create a world that could be based on You know, if there's no money and it's only based on the merit of what you can bring sincerely with your inner integrity and truth and, you know, make the place a a better, more beautiful place to be because the planet has so many resources. Everybody can live in abundance. There's no lack of resources. Absolutely. And speaking of resources, I want to make sure people know how to find you so they can plug into the resources you're offering. What's your website? It's matadalian.com or healingintoconsciousness.com. So spell matadalian for them. M-A-D-A-D-A-L-I-A-N.com or simply healingintoconsciousness.com. Excellent. Um you know, there, there's this is there's so much we can continue to talk about, and we've got a few minutes left um, because you brought up the whole issue of how society and medicine and all the rest, all the other um, aspects of life and business that are making money by controlling people have that very powerful system that effectively does that. And it's a combination of fear, which you talked about, and um, and lies, 
you know, if you repeat repeat the same thing over and over again, it becomes true mm-hmm. in, the con- in the consciousness. Um, so you can take history and completely change it because you just talk about it as being different. <laughs> and since most people won't look, um, they will believe whatever you tell them. That's right. And we have created as a result a humanity of weaklings instead of creating the strong humanity of creators because ultimately we're all part of that creation which means it's in our DNA to be able to create right and what the underlying emotion that most people are dealing with is fear that's Uh, right that's right. And that's what basically what uh, the religions and the medical system and any kind of system is capitalizing on. And of course, the fear, we have to understand that it's related to people being afraid of the unknown, being afraid to lose what they're familiar with and being having, having been taken away from their true nature. So then the work is to find your true nature, to find your true who you are. Ultimately, that's the goal. Who am I? So to find who you truly are. Once you do, nothing can prevent you from living your life fully. And there would be no fear because to know who you are, you, you must pass through that door of fear that is feeling so scary, but once you pass through it, you go, oh, my God, it it was just a cloud. (laughs) Yeah, I I always say that if anybody is saying, be afraid, be very afraid, and there's no saber-toothed tiger or gun involved, that they're trying to pick your pocket in some way. They're trying to get your money. They're trying to get you to vote a certain way. They're trying to get you to take an action which is to their advantage. Absolutely. And so any... Anytime somebody is saying, oh, my God, we've got to be afraid of that. I go, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think so. What's the real story here? And what do you want from me? Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to give it to you, but. Exactly. You, you could tell, right? Because the, the veil is becoming thinner and thinner. Mm-hmm. And so the people are starting to see it and they can start already uh, identifying what's what's authentic and it's and what's not authentic. So people are starting; their eyes are starting to open up more and more. But it's I, still ways to go. We still have ways to go. Well, and and we're in this time of transition when there's tremendous chaos and tremendous um, a tremendous sense of things changing so quickly in potentially dangerous ways that people fall into that fear. Um, not seeing that on the other side of this chaos is an amazing transition. So uh, that's right. The whole political, you know, uh, agenda or the political game and the news. I mean, especially the news <laughs> and television. I mean, they're all made to keep people in fear. Right. <laughs> because if you don't watch TV, you know, many people have already understood. I'm not going to let my kids watch TV. I know my da- my daughter. She's like completely no TV, so her kids have to do something else. There, mm-hmm. there's no TV in the house. So, um, because you're not inundated with those th- those negative news, then you're more in right. the moment. You're not in the dreamland of somebody who's trying to control you. And not only that, David, I, I, I've had these visions of, and and I know it's been happening for a long time, that 
the experimentation of these little chips, like little computer chips being implanted in, in newborns brains so that a group of these people can be controlled and if i you know control you on a computer and say now i want you to go and drop a bomb you're going to do it yeah that that story's been around for a long time but uh yeah but i've seen it like i I had the vision of it i saw it and it's not just a story in my mind because i could see that was actually happening I think it actually has happened with mind control stuff, but I having it done to newborns. Um, well, anyway, you have your vision of it. And we're running out of time, which happens all the time when I have wonderful guests <laughs> with lots of things to talk about. <laughs> so, Mata Dalian, thank you so much for being on the show. And it's my pleasure, David. And thank you very much, your listeners as well, for participating. And if you stay on the line till we get off, we can chat a little bit after after we go off the air. Mm-hmm. Um, so if by any chance folks have started to wonder, who is this guy, David, and what in the world does he do? Um, you can go to househealing.com and cleverly hiding in plain view on the contact tab is every conceivable technology for getting in touch with me including my scheduling calendar you can make a 20 minute free appointment so that we can talk about what's going on with a person place situation whatever it may be and see whether my work would be helpful to you so uh, please take advantage of that in If you're interested in more information about the show, that's cleverly hiding at thefarkasfiles.com. And the whole archive of however many years it's been, I've lost track. I think it's four years now. Um, So there's many, 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 many shows that you can listen to with interviews with incredible people. Um, Also... We are on, let's see, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Podcasts, uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, and a whole bunch of the other streaming media um, radio-like things that are out there now. So just look for Empower Radio or the Farkas Files, and you will be able to listen. You can also um, get an Empower Radio app and listen to um, the stream all day and at 9 p.m. every day is an episode of the Farkas Files and every week on Thursday we do a live one so um, I hope you're enjoying it I know it's exciting to me to for me to think of all the people that are listening at various times all over the world and how cool is that mm-hmm. so um So until next week, this is David Franklin Farkas for The Farkas Files. The truth is in here somewhere on Empower Radio. Have a fantastic week. (laughs) 